0: My name is Veronica Grant. I'm your host, and I'm also a love and life coach for smart, ambitious women who feel like they have it all except for that one thing. Now, I just recorded this, and now that I'm thinking about it, the new podcast name might be up already, but I'm not totally sure because I'm not really sure what the timeline is. I've got a lot of other people working on this project. So if I said Date Yourself Radio, that is still the old name and we have the new name. And I'm so excited about the upcoming website or the new website launch, the refresh of VeronicaGrant.com. So it should be up by the time you're listening to this podcast recording. So head over to VeronicaGrant.com and check it out. And I would love to know what you think. It's been a labor of love for the past few months. Lots of people have helped me to design it and work on it and... You know, writing all the copy, and it's just been a really fun experience. And it's just something that is always going to be evolving. And I talked a little bit about that in episode 70, so I won't go too much into it. But speaking of episode 70, this is part four of the Why You're Attracting Emotionally Unavailable Men series. So if you haven't listened to episode 68, 69, or 70, make sure you listen to those episodes first because this episode isn't so much about why you're attracting emotionally unavailable men, it's about, okay, what do I need to do now? Like what needs to change? So this episode will definitely make a lot more sense once you catch up on the other episodes. So make sure you listen to those episode 68, 69, and 70, and then listen to this one. And you can search or look for those in your iTunes or Stitcher player, or if you're listening on the web, then all of my episodes, so the main full-length episodes, they're all at veronicagrant.com forward slash episode, and then whatever the number is. So it'd be forward slash episode 68, 69, and then 70, and it's the actual number not spelled out. So check those out however you like to listen to podcasts. Okay, so in today's episode, I want to talk to you about two, I want to, I want to share with you two different stories. Um, and they both go to illustrate um, the main point that I'm trying to make in this podcast and really with this whole series is that that change is hard because of a lot of reasons. Sometimes it can be uncomfortable going to the... The dark, scary basement that I call it, or sometimes it can just be completely unfamiliar and you're not sure how to deal with it. So I'm going to leave it kind of vague like that because I want to share two stories that will highlight why change is so hard and why it can be really scary. The first story is from one of my favorite TV shows, Friday Night Lights, and the second story is actually a client story that I've talked about before, and I'm so grateful that you know, she's allowed me to share this. However, it obviously is with not her real name to protect her privacy. So let's start with story number one. So before I met Stevie, my quote unquote normal and relationships could be pretty much summed up with one word, disappointment. A relationship would start off really strong and then for one reason or another, it would bite the dust and I would be left wondering what the hell happened. And being disappointed actually felt so normal to me in dating that I actually expected it. Like I just expected that this relationship would end just like every other relationship. And in fact, if a guy was really into me and seemed emotionally available and emotionally available, but also just available to be in a relationship, like lived in the same city, wasn't about to move. That was a huge pattern that I was in. I was always dating someone where either him or myself were about to move somewhere. So if someone was actually available, I would freak out. I would think, "Oh my God, what do I do?" Or, "Ah, why is he so into me?" Or, "He doesn't even know me. I, I can't even trust him because, like, he must have ulterior motives. Otherwise, why would he be so nice?" Or just be simply, "Oh, this is too much. He's overbearing. This is weird. I can't take it." And so, instead of trying to deal with it, I would just simply end it. So, I want you to think about my favorite TV show, Friday Night Lights. Now, if you haven't seen the show, then it's definitely worth a weekend of binge watching. And I very rarely say that. Um, but Friday Night Lights is amazing. I love that show. I could talk about it all day long. So start watching it. And then when you finish watching it, or when you're as you're watching it, come to my Instagram feed and let me know what you think. Like, Oh my God, it's so good. I want you to watch it. Um, but anyways, if you haven't done that's okay. I'm going to give you the backstory briefly. I won't give you give anything away. Um, But I want you to think about Tyra. So if you have seen the show, Tyra is the tall, skinny blonde. um, And she's the pretty much the white trash girl who dates crappy guys. Her mom dates crappy men. Her sister is a stripper at the sleazy strip joint in town. And she's never really experienced a healthy relationship before, and she doesn't really care about school. And the way she's going when the series starts is that her fate is pretty much to end up like her mom and sister, unless, of course, she does something about it. So her normal, to put in quotes, is being repeatedly disappointed by her boyfriend, Tim, watching her mom date abusive men and her mom be disappointed by men as well. And her, nor- and her normal is staying in her small t- town of Dillon, Texas, which is obviously not a real town in Texas, um, but with no real future in front of her. But Mrs. Taylor, she's the school counselor and also the wife of Coach Taylor, she decides to take Tyra on as her next project to help her turn a life around and to help her create a new reality, potential reality for herself. And at the same time, she befriends this guy named Landry, a classmate who is really kind and genuine, really smart, lots going for him, and he's totally in love with her. Now, if you watch the series, it's kind of funny how he crushes on her, like, oh, I don't want to give it away, but please just watch Friday Night Lights. It's so good. Anyways, she resists this new normal because a part of her believes that it's not really possible. It feels weird and scary, and she's unsure how to handle herself having these people help her having these people paint a picture of what life could be for her like it's just it's she she doesn't believe it it feels weird and scary and ah like wants to freak out wants to sabotage right so she resists when mrs taylor tells her that it's possible for her to go to a four year university and she pushes landry away because she doesn't understand why or how he can love her and slowly as a series unfolds, she does start to believe that having a happy life and this kind of fulfillment and success is totally possible for her. She begins to let Landry into her life. And don't worry, a lot of other stuff happens. I'm not giving anything away. Um, But she slowly lets Landry into her life. She studies and she sets big goals for herself. And Even after she embraces this new normal and is going down this new path, it's still not all easy cruising, right? Like there's still temptations. Tim Riggins, her ex-boyfriend, still tempts her. She'll have a bad day and want to throw it all away and want to skip school. And even her mother tries to tell her that she doesn't deserve what she wants and that people like her can't have that. But she keeps going. And so you might be wondering, Veronica, why are you talking about this show? And the reason is because even if you don't have the stripper sister or the quarterback boyfriend, or I think Tim was the running back, or I don't know football positions, he was something. (laughs) I bet you can relate to pieces of this story, especially about the part about sabotaging and sticking with what's familiar, even if it's not what you ultimately want. And I found that most women that I work with and most women who come to me who need support around relationships don't actually know how to have a good relationship because they've never actually have had one. And so, so many people will tell me, oh, Veronica, I'm just really messed up or I need to be fixed or something's wrong with me. Like, you know, you can't help me because I've never even had a good relationship. Well, for the most part, if someone's had a healthy relationship, it just didn't work out for then it's not always they don't always need, you know, the support that I I offer sometimes might be helpful. But for the most part, most of the women I work with have never had a healthy relationship or the relationship that they ultimately ultimately want. So it's not doesn't make you weird or 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 a normal or, or whatever. Um, But there's a lot of good reasons for this. Uh, Maybe you're afraid you'll mess up a relationship. Maybe you've messed up other things in your life or someone's told you that you've messed up other things. And so now you're scared of of messing up or, or doing something wrong or someone leaving you. Maybe you've had so many negative experiences with relationships that you just don't even know what a healthy relationship even feels like. So you don't even know what you're looking for or what's expected or what's okay and what's just not okay in a relationship. Or maybe your dad cheated and was an alcoholic or just wasn't there emotionally or wasn't there at all. And you attract the same kind of men because you're trying to fill that void with the men that you date. Or maybe deep down, you don't feel good enough. So like embracing a new normal isn't easy. And the unfamiliar, unfamiliarity of it can be really uncomfortable. When Stevie and I first started dating and it was going really well, I had to stop myself from pushing him away waiting for the other shoe to drop, or trying to find the catch. And so I think we all tend to have our patterns or like our triggers that we usually go back to. And for me, it was more of the waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm going to wait until something, you know, I'm just waiting, expecting something to, to not go the way I wanted it to go. All right. So this is the first story. And this is one, um, uh, this is one thing that I find or one area that I find a lot of women struggle with when they are trying to make a change in their life and relationships. Now, the other story that I'm going to share with you is from my client. And this just kind of shares another angle of why it can be scary or uncomfortable or you're just procrastinating, not wanting to make any change in your life. So first, let me ask you a question. I'll open the story up that way. Have you ever tried a new expensive skin cream or any kind of skincare regimen and were shocked and maybe even a little pissed off that your skin actually looked worse? And you're like, why the hell is that? Well, It's because your skin has to go through a process to get all the crap and gunk out of there, but then you give it a few days or a week or so and your skin looks better than it's ever looked before. I know that used to happen for me when I was changing um, face products. Now I just pretty much use coconut oil and apple cider vinegar, but before I definitely remember that always happening, especially after like a facial. And I mention it because that's pretty much what it's like to do this work, whether you work with me or just go on this journey on your own. It's kind of like buying an expensive new cream for your skin. Your life will be better than you could have ever imagined, but you have to go through some stuff first. So I want to tell you about my client, Sarah. She came to me almost a year ago at this point. At this point, she hadn't been on a date in years, and I can't remember how many years it's been. And to be honest, I, I did kind of sense from her that she did just kind of want some of the shallower, more typical dating advice, like do this or say that or, or whatever. And that stuff is definitely helpful and um, and, and necessary in some cases. So I'm not saying that part doesn't matter at all. But I remained firm in my beliefs that that wasn't going to get her where she ultimately wanted to go. So I took her there and by there i mean the dark scary basement of old relationships unresolved hurt from parents or misunderstanding from parents and truths about ourselves that we'd rather not admit or maybe just things that you just avoid cuz you it's just uncomfortable and you just in you and you just don't want to go there cuz it hurts and you don't really have the space or the ability to hold the space for yourself to go there right and so it's hard and it brings stuff up and it brought up pain for, for her that she hadn't talked about in years and was still affecting her today, whether she knew it or not. And her two previous relationships had torn down her confidence and self-worth and a lot of that. And I think she was also she was also raising a kid at the time. But, you know, a lot of that all kept her out of the dating scene for years But the thing is, is that she's an amazing woman and other than a lack of her love life on the outside, she had an amazing life. She would go on all these vacations to go on these running trips and she's older than me, but she could probably show me up at the gym and has a pretty lively social life, possibly even more than I do. I mean, now I live in a new city, so meeting people, but even when I was living somewhere where I knew people, but her lack of confidence ultimately kept her out of love because it kept her out of dating and putting herself out there. And once we did this work and she got to the point where she felt confident enough to start dating, I helped her get set up on match.com and she met a few, um, great guys right away, but one of the guys, so she met three guys. One of the guys ended up being someone that she's still with today and he's flown her to, um, uh, to Colorado for the weekend on his private plane. Um, they spent the weekend in his cabin. And this was and this was actually pretty early on in the relationship, but it was just so huge for her. Not because she isn't a great catch, because she totally is. It's because, or, or because that she doesn't deserve it, because she 100% does. It's because, you know, that fear of getting started dating and that fear of going there and doing the inner work, um, you know, and even and the fear of even being in a relationship was completely crippling. She didn't date for years and in fact was stuck in her head about all the ways a date could go wrong. And so they've had to define the relationship, the DTR talk with Colorado man, and they are in a relationship and she feels safe and comfortable with him. And it's her first relationship, as far as I'm aware, ever like this. So here's here's the lesson of both of these stories that I share with you, both the story with my client and also the story from Friday Night Lights. Going into the dark, the dark, scary basement, going into the unknown is 100% worth it. It's hard and it's scary. And I want this so bad for you because it is so worth it. And also a side note, not only does Sarah feel more comfortable with or confident with men. And she's in this relationship. The confidence also spread to her work life. And for the first time ever, she actually asked for a raise. So if the women I work with and even Tyron, a fake TV show can, um, or a real TV show, but a fake character can do this. I still believe that you can too. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it doing this stuff to really work on these deeper, the inner work, um, issues that allow the outside change to happen that you're seeking, um, it can be one of the hardest things that you ever do. But I hope, especially Sarah's, because it's a real story and it's not a TV show. I I hope these stories inspire you to believe that it's way more fulfilling to, you know, do this hard and comfortable work than the dull pain of spinning your wheels, wondering what could have been burying yourself in work or wondering, is this it? So when most of my clients come to me, they're on a dating break or getting out of a relationship that really threw them through a loop. But here's the catch. In our coaching, when I work with clients, we don't actually talk about the dating that much. Men, online dating or dating as a whole, aren't really the problem or the solution. They're always something or they're always symptoms of something deeper. And that deeper is what we do when we work together. And it's not always easy, but it is always 100% worth it. Great things and your dreams and your big goals don't exist in your comfort zone. They exist right outside the comfort zone. Sarah wouldn't have met Mr. Colorado Man if she hadn't gone outside of her comfort zone. And Tyra on Friday Night Lights wouldn't have achieved what she did. I'm not going to tell you what she did. That's part of the ending of the series. But she wouldn't have gotten what she'd gotten had she not embraced this new reality and started to believe that it was totally possible for her, even though it seemed scary and unknown. But when you work with me, I'm supporting you and guiding you and holding the space for you so that I can coach you the whole way through. And your only job, no, not that it's the only job and it's not a big deal. It is a big job, but it is to show up and to do the work. Because manifesting love and manifesting relationship doesn't involve chanting naked under the full moon waiting for, for your soulmate to fall from the sky or knock at your door. I mean, maybe that's happened for you and congratulations doesn't happen for most of us. It's about rolling up your sleeves, knowing it's not always going to be easy, but doing the work anyways. And what I love doing most more than anything in the world is coaching one-on-one with women struggling in love. I love watching the transformation that occurs in each session, how deep we get to go and how I can intuitively support them to connect with themselves and others that seemed totally impossible before. So if you're feeling called to work with me privately, or have been considering it for a while now, and maybe even putting it off, let this be your sign if you're ready for big shifts to happen in your life, then I want you to head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash apply and fill out the application there to work together. So you fill the application and then we'll schedule a love life consult. And that's just having a really heartfelt, soulful conversation about whether or not coaching truly is the right step for you. And it might not be, and that's totally fine. Or you might not be the, the right client for who I, um, you know, work with best. And that's totally fine too, but it's an opportunity to explore that possibility and see if it is the right step for the transformation that you are seeking so to do that again head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash apply so i'll just sum this up with here if you've had your fair share of how the hell did i end up here moments and you're ready to stop spinning your tires and you're really ready to do the work required to find love, I can't do it for you, but I can hold the space for your transformation to happen, then I do invite you to apply to work with me again. And that's at veronicagrant.com forward slash apply. All right, this wraps up the four-part series of why you're attracting emotionally unavailable men. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed recording these podcasts, and I think I'm going to do more solo episodes for the longer length Thursday shows because they're really fun. And sometimes I find myself, I'm doing a quickie episode that's like five, 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I really want to get into this a little bit more. But I can't because those episodes, I really do want to actually be quickie episodes. So perhaps I will turn some of the old quickie episodes into full length episodes, maybe like almost like little mini trainings. So if there's a quickie episode that you loved, and you want me to expand more on, or if there's another topic, then please let me know. Um, You can go to veronicagrant.com forward slash contact, fill out the form there to let me know or and Instagram's always a great place. I'm at Veronica E. Grant. And I am so excited about the next couple of guests that I have coming on. And I sent out a survey to my audience, uh, to the community um, a couple months ago, last month. And um, someone said, I want more men on the show. So you got it. There is a man coming on the show either next week or the week after. And I'm not going to tell you who he is because um, I want it to be a surprise. But I don't know if you might you might have known him or seen him around the the um self-help world, but I'm so excited to have him because well, I don't wanna give it away because he's just hilarious. So that might even give it away if you're really into the self-help world and know a lot of the the healers out there. But I'm so excited about the next couple episodes. Um, But I will leave you with that suspense, and I will see you next week in another episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. remember... Remember this, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You aren't broken. You don't need to be fixed. And even if you've never had the relationship you want before, it doesn't mean you can't have it now. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too.